Ah, the life of a frog. That's the life for me. Yo, welcome back to Camp Crust. Hey, hey, we're back. I'm JB. I'm Jordan. I'm Greg. Oh, we're back. And uh, today we're talking about what what I might argue is the funniest episode of season one, oh, at least 100%. so far. 100%. This is, this is top tier, man. We're talking crepes of wrath. Yeah. It's the Simpsons' excuse to make fun of the French yep. for 25 minutes. <laughs> yep. A whole the- episode devoted to, yeah, mocking the French. But it's our first time because we already did our sideshow world tour. You know, it's actually our first time that a Simpson character has left their household and went to another place, a True. whole other country. True. But they don't go as a unit. Yeah. Every, every episode we talked about in the world tour, they go as a family, right? Or yeah. they go as a group. This, this one is, is just Just Bart. Bart. Just Bart. It's an exchange. I don't think we mentioned, I think we forgot, uh, in the uh, Brazil episode, Maggie was not present. Maggie oh. stayed with Patty and Selma. Oh, I can't even that. imagine what adventure she would have gotten <laughs> up to. She was cigarettes. changing her own diaper. <laughs> <laughs> lots of cigarettes, lots of iguanas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is what I know about that. So, oh, by the way, I hope you guys, I hope everybody had a good holiday. I know it's been a bit since we've... Yeah, that's that's kind of why we had, you know, we had to... Take yeah. a, some time off from Camp Krusty here. Yeah. But we, we did all just split up uh, our holiday cards from Mr. Ashley Lawrence, yes! uh, dedicated listener to the show. Ashley, thank you, thank Ashley. Thank you so much, Camp man. Nightmare. He sent us a wonderful picture of his thousand dogs and his wife. He really and does. And a nice a note dogs. and a bunch of Simpsons stickers. Yeah. And so we just split up the Simpsons stickers. Yeah, we love you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you, um, Ashley. Sorry, let's break, break down break down some of the writing in the in the, in the show running. All right, so what we the Crepes of Wrath. Welcome to our season episode 14 but this is the uh 11th episode the crepes of wrath it was written by george meyer john Schwarzwelder, sam simon and john Beatty. so a lot of a lot of big uh this was a big collaborative effort apparently uh, i want to well a lot of that too had to do with the fact that there's straight up foreign languages in this episode and they had to like find they didn't want to like fake it so they went yeah. hard with the real Sam simon in particular really mm-hmm. pushed for that in this to, to get it accurate in terms of like I need, the translation, I need real French people. Yeah, <laughs> well, they just the actors would learn it phonetically. No, 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 no. Gerard Depardieu or GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I don't know who that is. Mar- 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 Marianne Cotillard, Cotillard, the lady that played uh, Talia in Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. she she French is French. She is. Uh, this was George Meyer's first writing credit. Uh, he went on to write a lot of really great uh, episodes uh, in later seasons. St- a lot of the really cynical ones, and mm-hmm. both uh, philosophically and politically, like he did Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. Oh, yeah. Uh, he did um, Homer the Heretic, Bart's Inner Child. Those well, you are, know, there's a lot George of that Meyer in episodes. this episode. Like when Lisa's having a full-on discussion with the foreign exchange student at the table later, and they're having discussion. I think Homer's like, maybe you're right, Lisa, that the, this is the land of the opportunity. Or maybe he's right, that uh, capitalism is just a scam run on the blood of the poor. Schwarzwelder and Beatty are on the script. Yeah. So that's from what we know of what they've already written as jokes in their episodes in this season. Like that's, you know, that's exactly what you can expect. It's good stuff. Yeah, we all know how much. It's why I think this is one of the funnier episodes because it feels like this episode's not only a bit more poignant with some of those jokes, but also just wackier as far as the level of the humor. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, dude. It's it's weird because like in the early seasons of The Simpsons, you rarely get episodes that are this kind of funny, right? Right. Like this is much. This feels much later. It does. It it doesn't feel like like a season one episode because it's. 
it, it's it's bigger scope, right? He's going overseas. We have a wackier, larger plot line. I feel like Simpsons are starting to embrace the the fact that they're a cartoon and they yeah. can do anything at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's all there. Uh, directed by Wes Archer, we've seen his work already this season, and it's it's really cool. We'll see. Not only do the writers bring a lot uh, of flex into the writing and and the story and uh, the certain dialogue and references, but like they, you can tell they do research as well in terms of you know the art direction with mm-hmm. you know how things look and how they were going to pull off. You know, you're not in Springfield anymore, but still part of this animated world, just the French version. Sure. <laughs> There's a great sequence when they're riding a train going uh through france where all the stuff they're seeing through the windows are all recreations of famous french painters yeah uh like there's a monet painting and other things as they oh, pass they're, by they're riding a motorcycle oh, it's riding, a motorcycle yeah, yeah he's yeah, riding yeah. with uh Ungle or whatever <laughs> 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 but yeah yeah and yeah i love that it's like all those french paintings and there's one of naked people and bart's like la 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 ooh la la <laughs> so as we know bart really has a thing for nudity he loves he titties he really and he loves being nude he yeah. loves other people being people nude might see my hoo-hoo <laughs> uh all right let's do some trivia maybe. yeah let's go for I it i think who? it's used st- i think i start by asking you this time greg who can't tell the difference between real gruel and crusty brand imitation gruel nine out of ten orphans damn dude i was, gonna, I was gonna give you, you, you i didn't need you are 100 right <laughs> Damn! Do you know what episode came that out of the is game from? Hard. Sir? Do you know what episode that is from? That is from Camp Krusty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you nice. know I know this. Yes. Shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, Greg. Okay. I'm a little scared now, but you can ask me a question. Yeah, All right. I peed a little. <laughs> Established dominance. You pee on. You really head. did. Like Greg's gonna make us show him our bellies later. <laughs> well, I got I got my ass handed to me the last He's episode. Like, Who show is this? I, oh, yeah, I struck out win. twice, so I had to come back swinging this time. That's fair. <laughs> okay, so Jordan. In Lemon of Troy, yeah. who catches Bart defacing wet cement? And you get choices. The Man Theater Corporation, Chief Wiggum, or Marge? It's Chief Wiggum, I think. It is Marge. Marge, damn. No. You, All right. You remember right. she has the uh she talks to like having pride in Springfield and that's what starts the Oh whole yeah, thing it's with the, the whole lemon. yeah, that's right. A She's... part of us all. A part of us all. <laughs> Sorry to say it that many times, but <laughs> trust me, I'll help you later. <laughs> Okay, JB. One of Krusty's nicknames is the Prince of what? Multiple choice. The Prince of Puns, the Prince of Pies, or the Prince of Practical Jokes? Hmm. I think it's the Prince of Puns. He is the Prince of Pies. Damn it! Mm. He loves it. Lo- loves a good pie gag, that Krusty. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, Greg. Okay. I'm bringing it back to me, huh? So it's 2 nil right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's 2 nil in Greg's favor. Uh, Bart is amazed that what can hold up and uh, hold up a car so sturdily while Homer changes the oil? A shovel? A wicker basket? Or a gang of six-year-olds? I'm going to go with wicker basket. Damn it! Yeah, I remember this <laughs> gag. I love this gag. Yeah, that that as soon as you said that, it popped in my camera. Head. Just pans over to this flexing whisker wicker basket holding up an entire car. Damn, dude! It's All fantastic. right, go ahead, Greg. Damn. Okay, Jordan. True or false? Ralph plays the piccolo with his nose. I'm saying it's false. It's, it is false. Okay, you, yes. you're correct. It's not a. It's not with a piccolo up his nose. Ralph yeah, it's not a piccolo. It's with a, a flute up his nose. It's, it's a fl- it is a flute. Yeah. <laughs> it's marvelous. 
Okay, let's see. Okay. Okay, we're going to do true and false again here for you. So according to a book Bart read, snakes here by sensing vibrations in the ground. True or false? I'm going to go with true. That is true. That is true. Yes. Whacking day. Yeah, I knew it was. All right. All right. <laughs> Gotta love good whacking Shillelagh. day. <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Crapes of Wrath. Crapes of Wrath. So let's do a quick rundown of the episode. So basically, Bart gets sent to France as an exchange student, and it tur- and it turns out that it was absolutely a scam, and they're just using Bart to make shitty wine. What's well, yep, like a scam on top of a labor. scam? Because yeah. the first scam is pr- Principal Skinner's Skinner scam. Skinner getting rid of Bart. Which he pitches to the Homer and Marge, and they go for it, which is that you send a problem student like Bart to France, and you get a probably yeah. better student back. And he, then the second scam is the fact that they're sold... A false land of where he's, or Bart ends up uh, getting mixed up and going to the wrong place, and it ends up being this desolate land where he's basically held for slave labor. Yeah, and uh, I don't even think Principal Skinner was intending on that one, but I don't think he would have minded that much. No, I think yeah, these two people just did it—a a child exchange program, student exchange program, or whatever—just so they could have like you know someone they didn't have to pay to do their work. I hope this experience <laughs> doesn't soil your impression of the exchange student program. <laughs> yeah, that's the other end of the scam is the kid they get's a fucking spy. A spy <laughs> from Albania. So we got we got international espionage in this An episode. Albanian spy. Yeah. Yeah, which apparently they chose Albania for two random reasons. They thought that Albania was a little known country and two John Belushi was Albanian yep. and they liked him. So what better way to honor him than to make a child from his home country a spy? Though at the time when this episode was aired uh, Albania was a communist dictatorship, so I was what year? Because this was be, r- Not, like the year before. This is ninety, this episode, right? Yeah, this was uh, April fifteenth, nineteen. Didn't the Berlin Wall fall in eighty nine? Eighty nine. You're yeah. right. I, for some reason, I thought this. No, was but that doesn't that. mean the USSR fell in eighty nine. Because I think the USSR. Well, who knows fell. when? This I think Albania was, was still communist dictatorship until okay. like maybe ninety. But this is like right around that time. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and this was probably written mm-hmm. in eight. You know what I mean? In eighty eight, eighty nine. Well, there's a so. scene. There's a scene when they're waiting for the kid to come from the airport. Adil is his name, and Lisa's like just has these facts about Albania, you know, uh, and <laughs> just listing them off. And they actually had to do research back then. They didn't have just you know Google. They had to go to the library. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and it's had just to call, like, look what we learned Albania. about Albania. Now you can learn it. Is yeah. Pretty much what they did they call Albania the same way Bart calls that Australian kid to find out about the way the water yeah. goes in the, in the drain. <laughs> Nine hundred dollar. <laughs> that was for you, Kirsty. So well, uh, yeah, and then basically, yeah, like we said, both scams get exposed, and you know, shit goes down. A deal gets sent back. To his uh, country, <laughs> while we obtained, they obtained one of our spies, and Homer, <laughs> our Homer spies. being a moron, helps a, oblivious uh, as helps always. the kid take photos of a nuclear reactor. Yeah, and he, well, he totally the... think he's like, he, well, it's because he thinks he's like getting the opportunity to be the father that he can't be to Bart, <laughs> right. because Bart is just such a terrible child. He's taking all the photos of the inside. He's like, oh, you little shutterbug. Well, and he's so he's so <laughs> like boy, enamored. So he's so enamored to have a kid that's even interested in what he does. <laughs> that he's just like, let me show you everything. <laughs> and meanwhile, Bart becomes a hero over in France because he's able to expose 
these it's this not the it's not child the kidnapping wine making ring but it's not even the kids uh abuse of the children that people care about they don't care about the kidnapping or the it's forced the, kids it's the subpar wine it's the subpar wine it's the fact that they're the gonna put antifreeze in, yep. in the wine <laughs> yep. a blasphemous thing for any frenchman this to is a even horrible consider. crime is what the the guy says when he's <laughs> after he spits the wine out i love when uh when bart meets his uh the policeman the french policeman he tells all the crimes that he's that's been happening to him and it's not until he gets to the antifreeze and the wine that the policeman even reacts at all which is a great reaction because that voice actor who does the police officer is a real french actor and you can tell in the in the dialogue yeah but you got to give it up for like nancy cartwright and uh and a lot of the other voice actors for I actually hank, i believe hank azaria hank azaria for actually learning lines in french uh-huh. you know not this, it's harry shearer was the one guy um cesar Harry Harry Shearer was Cesar, and then Dan Castellaneta was Ungula, mm-hmm. who was the the weirdly weird looking designed one with the weird long head like yeah. a cylinder, yeah. Yeah. looking like IG eighty eight or some yeah. shit. IG eighty eight, deep. That was an that was a deep Star Wars pull, is what that was. Um, you guys want to talk about how Bart got in this mess? Because we got some good old Bart being a, just a bad kid. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's a pretty good one. He gets a cherry bomb. Oh classic. yeah, this is that episode. <laughs> You know, oh, and it, dude, so my dad did that as a child. Oh, did for this, real? That was an actual. This was an actual thing that kids did because the back in the day, cherry bombs had like phosphor fuses, so they wouldn't go out when you got them wet. Mm. It's like you could light it and drop it in a toilet bowl and flush it, and it wouldn't go out. It would just like explode the plumbing somewhere inside the building. <laughs> and my dad and his friends did this when they were kids and like when that I remember watching this episode with my dad and him being like oh it wasn't that bad <laughs> I, remember, I remember him being like it wouldn't have done that but what if your granny was on the toilet or in this case Seymour's Principal Skinner's Agnes. mother yeah. yeah our yeah. first appearance of her yeah that's what I was gonna say this is yeah. she's not really Agnes Sable. as we know her she's not actually a horrible tyrannical bitch lord in this episode nope. and her she's voice just a nice is, old lady well yeah, her isn't voice it interesting is a lot though sweeter, that her first, her first actress. appearance she gets her asshole blown up <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then from there on out, she's now she's a crotchety. Yeah, now yeah. she's a crotchety. Bag. She's literally a crotchless and crotchety. <laughs> so this is a turning point for her character. You think? I mean, she's, that makes sense. I, and she's maybe fragile, and that might be the most old. realistic thing the Simpsons has ever done. That's insane. That you from get your asshole. Blo- you get your asshole blown up. You turn into a jerk. <laughs> maybe she had like memory loss too, because for some reason she keeps calling Principal Skinner Spanky, spanky. and like this old nickname, and we never hear the word once, Spanky once again. again. Nobody in this room has ever had their asshole blown up, so I don't hey, think we can yourself. speak. I don't think we can speak. That's fair. That's, you don't I know should, my personal life. You know life. what? I walked. I walked. You're welcome. You're welcome. What I did is I alley-ooped that. I, I, yeah. I threw that up for you, and you alley-ooped it, is what happened just there. It's comedy gold, folks. So the uh, Tress McNeil does her voice, and she still does her voice. Uh, wonder, wonderful fucking <laughs> Tress McNeil. Oh, of course, she's still doing the voice, but this is not. This is like you hear Agnes now, and she's, you know, Seymour. You know, it's got that. <laughs> well, she's really... grown more hateful over time. Yep, exactly. Because of the again, blown out asshole. Ex- <laughs> you blow an O ring, <laughs> you become a hateful bitch. <laughs> is is the science there? And Tress McNeil also voices Adil, the little um, Albanian boy yeah. that comes to the. So yeah, he blows. Uh, it turns out he drops the cherry bomb in the toilet and it blows up the girl's bathroom. Yep. And, uh, you know, Agnes happens to be on the toilet. Yep. For some reason, she's just at the school with just with her. With hey, man. And if Principal Skinner son... sees an opportunity to get rid of Bart and, and Homer is all about it. Yep. Because he tripped on a. Uh, 
Bart's toys going up the stairs. And that whole bit's great of him falling and <laughs> the doll, like the crusty doll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like to play with you. I, I like, like to, to play, play with, with you. Because <laughs> time passes and you just still can't get up. It's like 127 hours of him, like, <laughs> underneath that thing. <laughs> the boy. I'm going to have to saw my torso off. <laughs> oh, you know what bit I love, too, is when Homer's laying in bed and, like, Marge is having to be, like, pretty much his servant and he rings a bell. He's like, Marge, Marge. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And I love they use the same soundbite twice. But yep. like, first he's like asking her for something, and then it's the door it, to get the door. <laughs> and uh, that's because it's Skinner there with Bart. And of course, once they negotiate the idea of sending Bart overseas, and you know how the whole thing works with them getting an Albanian kid while Bart goes off to France, Homer's able to jump for joy. <laughs> <laughs> so his back couldn't have been hurt that bad. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was just a burden was lifted from his soul. Absolutely. Good but, I mean, Bart. Bart ultimately is makes the headlines of the papers in France when he exposes the uh, the wine fraud. <laughs> and uh, he becomes a hero, and he's yeah. sent back. So, like, Bart's first expedition out of the country goes great. It's the complete opposite of his Australia experience later on. Yeah, he just had to suffer a lot. But, like you first. said, there is the connection <laughs> epi- uh, of the frog between those two yeah. episodes because... The con- the weirdly convenient frog that's written in for no reason in the first act of this episode doesn't seem to come back until he goes to Australia. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You see, Bart versus Australia was written by Oakley and Weinstein before they started running the show, mm-hmm. and I I wouldn't be surprised if they did that on purpose that they put the frog there as the plot device, but like as a reference to the Simpsons leaving the country. Yeah, they well, did that. You know what else? They became showrunners for a reason. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know did... what else they mentioned in this episode that it's kind of a a drop of like a random thing that's written in for Bart when it's convenient is he complains to the police officer that the winemakers gave his red hat away. Yeah. You remember Bart's lucky red hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They gave it to the didn't they? <laughs> the, the the donkey took it or whatever. Yeah. The mule. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and then they wasn't there a whole running gag about them treating the donkey better than him or the mule better than him? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime yeah, yeah, he, they need something convenient to be left behind for Bart, he has this hat that he never yeah. ever has otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I love. Um, you know when Bart's like having to stomp on grapes, and he uh, <laughs> he's like, "I hate France, <laughs> stupid jerks." <laughs> I think one of my favorite lines though is after he regales the entire experience to Lisa, which you don't really get to hear. You just hear the tail end of his conversation. He goes. And after all that, I met one nice French person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which is true. The police officer is really the only nice. Everyone else was like a horrible criminal. Having been to France <laughs> and also having been to Paris specifically and That's other parts cool. of France. I've never been to France. I can tell you what I, my experience has yeah. been that Parisians are dicks, period. <laughs> like People in Paris are dicks. <clears throat> Everywhere else in France, they're super nice. Like if you go to like Provence or mm-hmm. like... Um, I don't know, Nice. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's people are so sweet. Have you ever so been nice. to the Alsace-Lorraine region? No. Oh, okay. Where is that? Uh, it's it's near the uh, eastern border. Is that of where your Germany. people? Are, is that where your people are from? Uh, my people. <laughs> uh, I'm many things. I'm a white mutt, but yeah. <laughs> my, my my last name is French, so yeah, that's that's where the Byrons. Byrons. That's where the Byrons. They, they were called miners. Uh, so I, my French outside accent, of Byron. Byron. outside of this episode, mm-hmm. I did want to say that I think the single greatest reference to the French that The Simpsons has ever done it's 
It's the episode where Lisa goes to the wrong elementary school in the beginning, the very beginning of the episode. She goes mm. to West Springfield and oh, she yeah. thinks she's in the right class, but it's the fr- it's the homeroom class there for second grade is French or whatever. So when they all laugh at her, yeah, in French? the kids start laughing at her. The teacher's like, "No, no, class, en français," and the kids are like, oh. <laughs> Every, that's, <laughs> "That's a great I love guy. that bit." I believe I that's it. trilogy of error. I think that episode <laughs> is, is that season. Uh, s- that's that's way that's twelve. Man. It's way later. That's, no yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to admit that I like a season twelve episode. <laughs> hey, there's some good. There's ones good there. stuff oh, in there, man. This is yeah. like, I, this is I like, like telling that. people I ate at Arby's. It's like seventeen <laughs> through twenty four is the worst era of The Simpsons that there is. What I do appreciate about this episode, though, like we said earlier, is their their use of the language and they all the French spoken in this episode is real French. Yeah. All the Albanian spoken in this film or in this uh, episode is all real Albanian. Yep. So yeah, I, I mean, Sam I bet Simon they were really like, if we're gonna up. make fun of these countries so hard, we have to at least honor their language. They just can't be speaking gobbledygook, right? right. When they're just well, on, because like yeah. that to me is the most insulting thing you can do to any nationality if you represent them, right? Right. Because like, <laughs> that's like a basic tenet of who they are as a nation, and like you're just saying it doesn't matter. I well, mean, they yeah. they address that uh, with some pretty good jokes early on in this episode with Principal Skinner when he introduces the exchange student to the rest of the students, and he's just like. Uh, and he's like, hopefully, you know, through through understanding people from other nations, we can get to better know our backwards neighbors around the globe. Yeah. It's very American. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, like, a deal from, like, off break is, like, you don't trust this kid. He's real shifty-eyed. And I love he just looks like what you'd expect, like, a East European <laughs> communist. <to> spy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At the end, he, he meets the other child spy. He's he, <laughs> like, he, I'm he watches, too old for this. He watches Worker and Parasite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> <her>. <laughs> Good pull. Which is the eastern? Which is the eastern block itchy and scratchy? Yeah, exactly. Is. Oh, that's one of my favorite jokes of all time in the show. Of <laughs> Life is pain. <laughs> and heck or whatever. Uh, I like when Bart. He actually brings gifts back home for everybody, and it's 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 funny. There's like uh, Lisa there's a even notes it. Like there's a line of dialogue specifically where Lisa says it's his first selfless act. Yep. Yep. Uh, he has uh, wine, wine because you figure he was in France. Well, he working at a yeah. You, you can know. easily ten year old can buy wine in yeah. France. <laughs> I, th- it's I think France. It's a, France. There's a uh, guillotine there, a little mini guillotine. That's actually and a Maggie certain... had a red balloon, which I don't know if you know that. Um, it was an old French story. I th- it's been done in film and storybooks and stuff called the red balloon. Ah, yeah. no, I don't. Yeah, uh, it's I. I remember this is the guy. I remember in elementary. A, this guy has a master's degree in film. He would he would know about it. That doesn't mean I know about some Albanian bedtime story about a balloon. It's <laughs> French. It's been made into oh, a film, not... buddy. I, well, I remember having to watch that in like fifth grade or something. Wait, some shit. are those two things not related? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they actually teach you in film school. I assumed it was ancient. I, f- I assumed it was ancient vintage. Albanian ancient balloon Albanian. myth. Yeah. There's how, so, is that like... not, how is that not a uh, course of study? So, yeah, man, we got good. We got great voice acting here because we said we like. They're actually having to learn the French, or at least, or about, or Albanian in some cases, and at least, or at least phonetically learn it. Yeah, the French speakers who have accents. like heard the episode say that uh, you know actors like Dan Castellaneta speak very phonetically. They have like terrible actual accents when it comes to speaking French, but they <laughs> do technically say it correctly. They do the work. They do the due diligence and at yet, least. Yeah. And where were the where were those people to defend the Simpsons when that dude came for a poo? Just right. saying. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. We don't get any Apu in this episode. No, not in this, but we do so, get some in, next, so, in yeah. the next episode. Are we going to yeah. address yep, the whole do. Apu thing? 
Uh, we're, I feel like we're going to have to at some point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think maybe when he becomes a, maybe on our first Apu centric episode, yeah. we can really talk Apu. Yeah. It's because I, I mean, love Apu as a character. I, I think too. he's got and some hilarious lines. I, I really he's don't. He's got a lot of depth to his character. I don't think actually. he's a negative stereotype of anything but a fucking convenience store owner. Right. Sure. <laughs> and, and if anything, he's maybe an indictment of an American's view of uh, that culture. I, I think he is. I, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's an indictment of how we view the like how we view uh, South Asians and Indians and, and Pakistanis in general. Mm. But anyway, that does it for this week. Yeah, and uh, next week, like we said, we're gonna get a little Apu in a great scene uh, in a pretty oh, iconic episode. Lines. He's got some great little. He, oh, he does. So there. next week we're talking about Krusty gets framed. This is one of my favorite episodes. Or Krusty gets ever. busted. Krusty gets busted. Yeah. It's going to be our first real like Krusty episode on Camp Krusty. Hey, 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 hey! Finally, about time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, for now, I'm JB. I'm Jordan. I'm Greg. Goodbye. Bye, bye. Uh, Camp Krusty. Krusty.